Okay, here we go. Everyone's ready. Is it over already? All right. Well, here we go. That's the show with Danny. Ladies and gentlemen, Danny Hatch. Hello and welcome to another one of these. It's a solo show for first time listeners. First of all, turn this one off. Go find a different one. But in case you are not good at following my instructions for first time listeners, this uh, normally this show we have uh, my good friends. Some would say employers or bosses and not friends, but some would say friends. Uh, Keith and Hemda are typically on my show as my full as my my Keith is my foil and Hemda is my Reynolds rap. So that's what they are to me. But once a month, they take a hike. Uh, and they uh, they let the inmates run the asylum, and that's what's happening today. It's another one of everyone's favorite. This is a very special edition of That's the Show with Danny, a solo show, as I already explained. And it's re- this is an exciting time for me because this is the one hour a week where the turmoil happening inside my brain has to happen. Like I, it happens out loud. Like really, like. I know that you listen to the regular version of my show and you think, wow, I'm really getting a glimpse inside of Danny's brain, but you're really not until you listen to the solo show because inside my brain, there's a lot of stuttering and panic and oh my God, what am I going to say next? And holy shit, there's no one else here. I'm all alone. <sighs> there's a lot of burping. I'm a very burpy guy, but welcome back. We're here. We're going to do it. We're going to make the best of this. <laughs> Already writing it off as an L before the show even starts, but... This has all the markings of an L, but, you know, people say that about all the W's of the world. They say, well, this, it was a great, you know, the Boston Red Sox lost 80 years or something of World Series. And then uh, in 2004, everyone says, well, they're going to lose again. And it looked like they they were going to take an L. And then they pulled it off. They pulled it out and they got themselves a W. And that's what we're doing today. We're going to turn this L into a W. A George W. Bush. And this show is going to send everyone to the Middle East to destabilize the entire world. I'm your host, Danny Hatch. I'm very excited to be here. My two co-hosts, Keith and Hemda, seemed very happy to be able to take off for this week. I think Keith even said, oh, fuck yeah, when he found out. But today was a solo show. So, shouts out to them. Hope they're doing well out in the old city, roaming around. I don't know what they're, they, they could be being mugged right now. And if they'd stayed in the studio, they would have been safe. But they took their chances and they walked out of the studio into the big bad world of New York City and New York and America. And their fate is on them now. I tried my hardest to get them to stay, but they said, no, we're taking off muggers and rapists and murderers be damned. This is We're going to do our thing and you're going to do your thing. So I said, fine, I'm going to do my thing. And we're here. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, another week, you know. Just living life, having fun with it. Uh, why does anyone listen to this? Is my that's the question. The topic for tonight is why are you listening to this? Uh, this is a call-in show for those asking. This is live over the internet. You're listening to this unless you're uh, in the future, in which case you're listening to it on a Thursday. And so happy Thursday to you, and happy Monday to everyone else listening to this live. The number 646-502-8682 is how you can reach me. Uh, we use a little program called Skype, a revolutionary program. But get this, I don't know if you've heard of Skype, but what Skype does is you know how normally to talk to someone you have to be on a phone or you did like 10 years ago have to be on a phone. Well, now you can do it on the computer. And isn't that amazing? So thank you to Skype. 
Uh, you keep us going, Skype. One of our great sponsors of the show. Everyone check Skype out uh, at Skype on Twitter. They're they're killing it over there in the 140. 140 characters is a good look on Skype. They really know how to narrow their tweets down, I assume, and get the good stuff going. So that is that. Typically on this show, just me bullshit and talk about my week. I do have a very, we have a very exciting guest. Actually, I don't know why I didn't lead with this. I don't know why I waited four minutes. I don't know why I let you guys, frankly, wait through four minutes of my stumbling and bumbling to announce that we have an extremely exciting guest coming up. I don't want to spoil it right away, but I have been in touch with this guest's uh, management and they have assured me that today is the day and it will happen. Uh, so we are very excited. We will hear from a very special guest soon. I can't hype this enough. You will. And this is going to be a groundbreak. This is really the interview that makes or breaks the show. So God damn it. I keep waiting for someone else to say something. I never get used to this. I never get used to being like, how does, how did Howard Stern do it before he met Robin Quivers? Did he, did he always have a co-host or was he just by himself? Cause if he was just by himself for that long and he still became the king of all media, it's pretty impressive because I am the king of this garbage and it feels good, but it was tough to get there on my own. So I can't imagine how Howard did it of all media by himself, which is exciting. I, uh, Libby, you might know. I, oh, we got a phone call, and that's good because uh, a whole bunch of bullshit. All right. And uh, hey, what's up? You're on Keith and the Girl. Psych. It's That's the Show with Danny. Who am I talking to? Hey, Danny. It's Sparrow. Hello, Sparrow. Welcome to the show. Sparrow, you have called a number of times, so you frankly are a co-host of the show now, technically. Welcome to your show. Thank you for calling in to us. How are you today? Nice. I'm doing lovely. I'm uh, using this opportunity to procrastinate from doing my work. Mm, and what work is that? Puppet? I'm uh, Yeah, I've got a puppet show in about a month, and I'm finishing up my script, and I'm a little stuck on my words, so I thought I'd call and talk to you. Well, can I help you with the script? Would that, can we do that? Or if you're not feeling that, totally cool. So what are you stuck well, you on? Can, oh, you can try to help if you like. Mm-hmm. Are you, let me suggest throwing in a character named Danny. That always tends to spice things up mm-hmm. in my world. Yeah, I'll make sure it's someone mean. Mm-hmm. Or okay. dumb. Well, someone dumb is the name of this character, Danny? Hmm? Yeah. Well, there, there's a space for a character named Danny. I've got a, a ship crew I need to build, and that needs someone to do dumb grunt work. Oh, great. Uh, speaking as a Danny who knows other Dannys, we love doing dumb grunt work, and we're good at it because that's we're dumb grunts. That's what the D <laughs> in Danny stands for, is dumb grunt. Dumb grunt Annie. Uh, I was born a woman. I was born an Annie. And then they realized what a dumb grunt I was. And they said, all right, your new name is dumb grunt uh, Annie or Danny. And you get to be a boy now. Did they give you a penis when you chose your name? They did. I didn't even want it, honestly. But they just slapped that bad boy on there. They tightened it a few times with their special screwdriver they use for that kind of thing. And they said, now face the world, Danny. You're a Danny now. So here I am facing the world as a Danny. Scary place. How are you? With a loose penis. That's nice. Oh, it's tight. No, they tightened that bad boy in. Oh, okay. And I okay, do I'm mean sure it they is gave a, you one of those little curvy metal pieces that no one ever uses again for that. Well, I think honestly, I think they might have given me like a serial killer's penis, like a serial killer who was an organ donor. I think they gave me his penis because it's been saying some really scary things to me. Um, Has your penis killed anyone? Not that I know of. I keep asking it, and it it somehow it just says wink emoji. Like it doesn't, it just, it doesn't even say like wink. It says wink emoji to me out loud. Do penises work on the, on the touch screens? No, he's not. I assume he is, you know, the penis says he's a he, but he seems to be a liar. He, he's saying it in English, wink emoji. My penis talks to me. 
So, oh, your penis uses internet speak as mm-hmm. spoken word. That's yeah, lame. Wow. it's it's pretty annoying. It's like yeah, okay, lol. We say out loud, okay, and GTFO, yeah, cool. But once you start adding emoji to everything, it's like, dude. Yeah, you probably should have taken like a second in. and like looked at the selection of penises before you went with a serial killer who talks internet speak. Well, I mean, I didn't choose. They just said this is a good fit. We can tell that this is really a you penis. And I was I was incapacitated for this. I went to the hospital for like a, a, a to get my tonsils out, and I woke up a boy with a penis who belonged to what a serial they, killer. What did they do with your vagina? They threw it away. They made they taped that part and they showed it to me once I woke up. My vagina was in the trash, and I was like, "What happened here?" And they're like, "Check this out." And they put a VHS tape. It was a VHS tape, like the end of Fifty First Dates when she wakes up on the boat, and he's like, "Here's your whole life." So they put they said, "Here's your whole history of your vagina." Uh, and it was just footage of them scooping it out and, you know, like they had an ice cream scoop. So they just, you know, released the lever and it splatted into the trash. So that's where that is. Not even the biohazard trash, just the regular trash. So that's good. They didn't think it was hazardous. Not even biohazard trash. They just had like a base neutral vagina. Yeah, total. total, Might as well be paper, I think is what they're saying. This (laughs) vagina I used to have. So how's your, you have a vagina. How's that doing? Is that papery? I I do have a vagina. No, Congrats. it's made of real things. Maybe steel. It's taken quite the pounding over the years, and it's still kicking. That's good. Yeah, you think you have like a steel plate in there? Do you ever, when you go to airports, does the security thing go off, and you're like, I took my belt off, I took my shoes off, all right, my vagina plate. Does that ever happen? Every time. Every they got to, you know, put their fingers up there and tap on it with their fingernail mm. a little bit. It's very uncomfortable. And show, you have to show, you have to show them, you have to have them tap, right? So they can feel it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah you think tough. you trip on the big body scams. Like, that can't possibly be a steel vagina. I'm like, kids, you have to steal vagina so I can get up there and, you know, make sure it's not a bomb. Because it looks a little bit like a pipe bomb. Like, I'm smuggling a pipe bomb. Oh, yeah. Pussy. Well, it's that's what they mean when they say bomb pussy. Is vaginas that look and feel, for all purposes, like weapons of mass destruction. I'm sure they coined that for me. Weapons of mass destruction. Am I right? So, Sparrow, <laughs> you're working on a puppet show. Is that yes. offensive to call it puppet show, or is that the nomenclature? It, it's, yeah, it's it's a puppet show. I'm uh, do, using a, like an old school, like third grade projector, and I've got my uh, little mm. tiny puppets that'll go on the thing, and I'm moving around. Like a projector where they would lay like the laminated piece of paper on that they would, you know, not piece of paper, but the laminated sheet, the clear sheet of paper, like that kind of projector, or like a yes, click absolutely, next I have oh, two cool. of them. Wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And I make my little puppets out of that translucent. Um, I can't even think of the word now, which is really expensive and hard to find these days. Because it's such, because it's such, like outdated it's sleep, technology. It's not sleep technology. Mm. Yeah, so it's like finding a Polaroid film a little bit. Oh yeah, this is very hip puppet show you've got going. Very hip operation. No, no hip hop. It's uh, I'm doing no, a. I've got this epic Hamilton. story that I made. I'm um, presenting it in installments with different uh, kinds of artistic groups. Oh, that's um, the first cool. Time, uh, doing myself with my little puppet show. I've got some people flying in to, to narrate it and stuff. Autistic groups, you said, or artistic? Artistic. Autistic. Yeah, every, it's, like it's me. accessible for people who like art and no one who's autistic. They won't get it. Oh, so artistic, right? Not autistic? No, no, my show is not on the spectrum. Okay. Well, this one is. You should try it. <laughs> you get a lot of good feedback. <laughs> people will email you every time you talk about cutting yourself. Sparrow, let's workshop this puppet show. Are you down for that? Let's let's play a, a favorite game of the Danny show. Workshop the puppet show. Fucking do it, bro. All right, what's it about? How can we punch this bad boy up? 
Okay, it's about this character called Scuzu. Scuzu? Right. Mm-hmm. His name is Scuzu. Okay, I'm going to write Scuzu. And the first install, and it's about him defeating the three big beasts of the earth to bring about the end times. Oh. Mm-hmm. So he wants to bring about the end times. He doesn't know he's bringing about the end times. There's a misinterpreted prophecy. He thinks he's doing something good and he ends up fucking everything up. Mm, just like our presidents tend to do sometimes. Isn't, isn't that p- political? Is this, topical, a, is this smart. a political puppet show or is this more like just uh, like autistic? There, there are some commentaries on capitalism. One of the running themes mm, is um, the importance of being the biggest. And if you are the biggest, you leave yourself open to being conquered. Yeah, you definitely do. Everyone wants a shot at the man at the top. Okay, mm-hmm. so far this sounds great. I don't know how I'm going to workshop it, but we'll, f- we'll find the flaw. Yeah, well, the first installment is um, we're taking we're, the origin story of the Leviathan Beast. Ooh, okay. The big boy. Big, mm, yeah, about the the first thing that gets created in this universe is this big fish. And she's in the sea, and she finds, she, like, crawls up a river and jumps a waterfall and finds herself trapped in a lake. And the people uh, around the lake spend, like, time trying to catch her, you know, mm. with their hooks and stuff. And, mm. um, and it's about this little boy who his father is telling him, um, about, you know, the times that he was catching all the fishes and they, oh man, I'm really not doing a great job. That's okay. First, am I? Um, so it, it starts off with, uh, father. Mm-hmm. Um, Doo. the main character and his father. Was no, I know. Boy. I'm sorry to keep yeah. cutting him off. Is the dad's name Scoozoo Doo? Like Scooby-Doo? No, the father doesn't have a name. Oh, okay. Can we, can that be our first workshop point? Yes. Let's give him a name. Frankie boy. Frankie boy. How does that grab? Is that with, does that fit the mood of the, of the puppet show? It sounds like it's within the mood and theme. Frankie boy. Frankie boy. It is then I will, I will go with that. <laughs> I will say yes. And okay. Frankie boy. Yes. And I get a producer credit. No, I'm joking. I'm yeah. not. So Frank, Frankie boy <laughs> has a, um, a pet fish, a pet carp. Okay. Named. Keeps, right. And when excuse the boy, when the weather gets hot, he would always, um, give Scuzu a cool bath and he would put the fish in the bathtub and he would tell Scuzu the story of the birth of this big fishy leviathan beast that mm. lives in the lake and then he would tell him about all like the best hooks that he and his grandfather and his grandfather used to catch this thing and about how damaging it was to the fish and how proud he was to like rip her lip open Oof. you know that she's full of these like ancient hooks for people trying to catch her it's Pretty much all the things I find disgusting about fishing. Yeah, those and, big open yeah, mouths. And it, yeah, and at the end of that installment, it's little boy Scuzu kind of bewildered and not understanding why you would um, take sport in damaging something that's big and beautiful and why you would sacrifice your best possessions to do it. Mm. And then this... So it's a little bit of a, Sorry, a, little bit of a play on capitalism about destroying things that are beautiful with things that you can't get back. I love plays on capitalism. Since and this this anger about people fishing is what leads him to want to destroy the world. No, it's that his father instills in him the value that things are the biggest. That's why mm. you do things. You know, it's giving it's giving him a false sense of grandeur, and um, it's going to feed into when he's down when the when he's down on his luck and he kicks off the prophecy by catching this big fish. Mm-hmm. Um, because he caught the biggest thing, he thinks that intrinsically gives him worth. And he gets this mm. big bloated head that he kind of takes with him on this journey until he learns what it actually means to be a man and have worth. 
I mean, that's pretty impressive, though, to catch the biggest fish. That's like that's got to be some worth, right? Well, he doesn't do it on purpose. He's down on his luck. He's got like his last piece of bread, and instead of eating it, he's casting it to catch a fish. So he's kind of a risk taker. Yeah, and I like this guy. Yeah, he so sounds he's, like he he's on the side. He sounds like he has worth to me, is all I'm saying. He takes risks. He will, he'll say, you know what? I know I could starve to death tonight, but fuck it. I'm, my dreams are worth it. Yeah, and that's a, another theme is, is, you know, risking everything for what you want, you know, and what could be good for you. You know, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But taking, taking that risk and, and jumping off that cliff. And what he does is foul hook her. So he doesn't actually catch her with any skill. He accidentally catches her in the tail. Okay. Right? Okay. So he reels her in and ties her to the shore, and he looks at her, and think one of the things about the prophecy of this big fish is that if you catch her, you'll eat forever, right? Oh, like that her. old saying, right? Mm-hmm. Give a man a fish, and he'll eat for a night. Teach a man to fish, and he becomes Skuzu. Right. The so he saying. catches this big fish. He thinks that it's literal that he can eat her forever, but turns out she's just a big fucking carp, and mm. you can't eat carp. You can't? You know. How come? No, they're fatty and oily. They're not good fish to eat. She's big and gross. So he can't eat her. And he thinks about killing her for a trophy. But then he has this brilliant idea where he's going to charge people in the money town to come and see and feed her. So he wants to start this little business where he's trapped this, you know, legendary big beast. And he's going to keep her captive and and charge people to feed her and make her super fat and huge. Wow. What about koi? Can you eat koi? Uh, koi are kinds of carp. Mm, well, I had a bad childhood yeah. then, I'm just realizing. We had a lot of carp yeah, and, and koi. And I'm, and I'm pulling it from a lot of other mythologists. Like, um, when she, after her creation, she gets in a river, she jumps a waterfall and gets trapped in the lake. And there's uh, Japanese, mm. I think, mythology where when koi jump a waterfall, they turn into a dragon. Oh, okay. You know? But she ju- she jumps in and she stays the way she is and she's just fucking trapped. You know, so it's another theme of tr- doing what you think will bring oh. you glory and and it really not. Okay, religion is a lie. Yeah, right. like I'm pulling from a lot of Jewish tradition. The behemoth and the Leviathan stories are are Jewish, and there's an air beast along with that. And I'm I'm kind of using those themes. Like at the end of the world, um, the righteous eat the land beast and they stretch the um, water beast skin to make their tents so i'm gonna use that at the end of the second act wow this sounds like i mean i don't have a lot to punch up here i was gonna say like at a car chase or something but this sounds like a very exciting puppet show i have to say well the first uh the first installment will be in puppetry i'm taking a year to produce it in different installments i'd like to since i'm going to be moving down to atlanta soon i have a lot of art friends i want to use it as a excuse to collaborate so I've got some mm. ballet friends. I want to uh, create a, a dance Ooh, sections. Cool. I want a, a visual artist to do one of them in a gallery. So I just want to kind of use the people that I have and present it in all these different fun ways. Yeah, multimedia. That's awesome, Sparrow. Mm-hmm. And do we yeah, even name for it Yeah, and then i it on Tumblr and all that good junk you're supposed to do as an artist. Oh, yeah, you got you, you to gotta put it on the internet. Otherwise, it doesn't exist. I know, and I'm like the worst for not archiving. There are like no pictures of my work on the internet anywhere from the last five years. It's depressing. I get it. I, I only have old stand-up. Uh, I my only stand-up sets online are from like five years ago when I was in Oklahoma, and I was I had hubris, and I would just upload them, and I haven't, you know. So I get it. I get it. Um, oh, we have another call. How about we add to a group call, and we'll have ourselves a little three-way convo. Here we go. Nice. And at the group hall. 
call. Hello, that's Joe Tanny here on the air. Hello. Hi, who am I talking to? Um, let's say it's Alex. Alex. Oh, no, not, not Alex. Okay. Ryan. My Ryan. name is Ryan. Your name is Ryan. And Ryan, what's your whole deal? I'm in the bathtub and I'm really tired because I have a rigorous performing schedule. And it's like, I give and I give and I give mm. and I like... I feel ya. I'm just so tired. What do you do, Ryan? And have you met Sparrow? Sparrow, Ryan, Ryan, Sparrow. You both are performers and artists. You should hit it off. It's a pleasure, Ryan. Well. Hi. <laughs> Ryan, what do you do? You know when you're so tired that all you want is for everyone to send you dick pics? Sure. I, I do know when I'm so tired and everyone... Sh- yes. When I'm exhausted, no the only one, thing that... no one does. No, it's like all the coffee short stores being closed. You're, I just want... Will you send me one? No, no. My dick is a serial killer dick, as we just went over, and he doesn't like having his picture taken. So. Wait, what, what does that mean? It's a serial killer dick. Well, I, had a, I got a dick transplant when I was a, a younger man, and they gave me a serial killer's old dick, it seems. It's been talking to me at night, so I don't think you would want to see a picture of him. He's a very scary man. He's got, like, a weird mullet. Is your dick... Why? I don't think your dick is... I bet you would find... Sarah, what's your name? Her name is Sarah, right? Sparrow. Sparrow? Sparrow, like the bird? Yeah, I can't do that. No, you can. Just try it. I Sparrow. can't do that. I can't, I can't be a part of this. Why can't you? Is my vagina a problem? No, it's like it's people with bird names in Brooklyn. I can't do right, that. Right, You really hate Brooklyn. You, you remind me of a friend of mine, Ryan. Nope. Yeah, no, you do. You remind no, me very no, much of I'm a not, good friend I'm of mine. I'm nothing like a friend of yours. No, you're nothing like it? Okay. No, no. Because my uh, friend, I have this friend, Mayron, who sounds a little well, like you, but then as soon well, as he hears anything Brooklyn related, just turns into a real angry jerk. And that is what I feel like you did, Ryan. That and that's what. True? Uh, I mean, about your friend, that isn't enough to make someone a jerk. No, it's, it, it's not that he. He doesn't become a jerk, my friend Mayron. It's just like. He get he gets angry like noticeably like when you were like I'm not doing that saying someone's name is Sparrow and saying bird name Brooklyn like that reminded me of what Mayron does when he can get jerky. Does this make sense, Ryan? No, not uh-huh. at all. Listen, I just wanted a dick pic. I I uh-huh. didn't want to be compared to your perfect friend. He That's what does sound he. It's funny. Do you know this Mayron because he is perfect? No, but it's obvious that he's an incredibly important person. Yeah, and he's I didn't. A smart guy. I wasn't calling to be compared to, you know, a head of state or no, something. Yeah, that's not fair to you, Ryan. That probably you probably feel like a real fucking piece of shit now, just knowing well, that I you're mean, not Mayron. Right? You know, I just wanted uh-huh. a little sympathy. And a little soothing by way of dick pics. And then instead, I get compared to a god. You know what I mean? I mean, the, if I were to be compared to a god, and I think we can all agree that Mehran certainly is. Mehran Kagani, if, for anyone who doesn't know, definitely a god. Uh, I would be happy. I wouldn't be as upset as you sound, Ryan. But I understand. Do you know, I have another friend named Ryan Douglas who also knows Mehran. Do you know this Ryan, perhaps? Is there like a Ryan club? No, no. No? No. What do you think no, he sounds like, though? No, not at all. Like, I, no, I, not I, at there all is anymore. a Ryan Club. You're, you're wrong, and I'm sorry that you aren't a part of it. There is a Ryan Club, and even Sparrow's allowed to go to that, so it's pretty fucked up yeah. that you're not invited, and your name is Ryan. 
dick pics or I'm going to kill myself. Goodbye, everyone. All right. Well, R.I.P. Ryan. He lived a beautiful life and now he is with us no more. <laughs> what a crazy character, huh, Sparrow? My God. We, we should all collect dick pics for this sad person. I mean, Danny Show is all about making people happy. If there's anyone who wants to send him dick pics, I think they should post it on the forums. Mm-hmm. They should post on the forums, keithandthegirl.com slash forums or keithandthegirl.com slash Danny. That'll take you to my forums. And it's true. The only people we want suicidal on my show are me. So I will not have anyone being sad besides me. That's, those are Them's the rules. What's that? It's kind of selfish. That you're the only one that can be suicidal. You should feel bad about that. Yes, it is. And that is one of immortal sins, isn't it, Sparrow? Not sad. It is. It is, it is. It's, like, it's right up there on the Ten Commandments, you know? Underneath, yeah, like, 11. honor thy father and mother and don't fuck your neighbor. Is Don't be selfish with the blades. Yep. Share the blades of everyone. Cut everyone. And then cut yourself. Mm-hmm. Take the splinter out of your eye. Take the log out of your eye. Then take the splinter out of someone's eye. And then cut yourself. And then cut... No, cut everyone. I get my Bible confused. I haven't been to church in a while. So I do not uh, have the best catechism skills. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Sparrow... Thank you so much for calling, Sparrow. Where can we see your 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 experience? I'm not even going to call it a puppet show anymore because it's, it's transcends various genres of multimedia. Not genres, forms. Um, I have a Tumblr set up, and it's under Skuzu the Hero, and Skuzu is spelled S-C-U-Z-U. And um, it opens on July 22nd, oh, wow. and I should put it's videotape, so I'll see if I can pull all that stuff up there, and the yeah. text will all be up there as well. Wow, yeah, what are you doing calling the show? You gotta get ready, girl. I know, it's in no, four I weeks know. and my script is not done, but at least it's going to be cast. That's how yeah, everyone works well under pressure, who's worth anything. If you can't <laughs> get it done the night before, like it's like it's your fucking English research paper, then you're not worth the you're not worth the the, the epidural that they gave your mom to make your birth any easier. You That's know? True. That was a waste of an epidural. Minute. What's that? That's true, and it's the twelfth commandment. Is the twelfth commandment right after "cut yourself before others"? Right, I got it wrong again. Well, Sparrow, thank you very much. Have a wonderful night. Thank you for calling. Sorry that our f- new friend Ryan reacted so viscerally to your name, but that's Ryan. And I think you can follow Ryan at MayronX on Twitter is where you can find more information about Ryan's whereabouts. Uh, thank you very much, Sparrow. Anything you'd like to say before I click the red button that says "hang up"? No, just have a really wonderful show. You're doing great. Oh, thank you very much, Sparrow. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. And we got a whole, a whole, I'll call it swarm of mean feedback comments from B. Jason in Manch Vegas about that last call about the puppet shows. He's not into puppet shows, it seems, this B. Jason. So, you know, maybe B. Jason's trying to start controversy so he can get some airtime. That might be, that might be his end goal. That might not be. I guess we'll never, never, I guess we'll never know. Uh, what else about my life? I do want to say real quick, I didn't mean to say this at the start of a show and we got a little sidetracked and that's what I love about my show. We get sidetracked. I do want to say though, because Libby uh, will be listening to this and she will be upset to hear. We did, uh, Libby and I are in a running club together. Club is a strong word. So I was running, but we do meet roughly once a week to run together. And uh, she beat me this last time, I will say it. She trounced me even. She destroyed me. She fed me her dust on two silver platters because that's how much of it there was. There was enough dust for one whole silver platter. And then there was a whole other one left over. So Libby, 
Thank you for your service. Thank you for beating me so bad at Running Club. I'm not going to say that when you canceled Running Club a week ago that you didn't use that extra week to train extra, knowing that I wouldn't be running. I would just be resting on my laurels so that you, of course, would trounce me a week later after you've trained. And did you do the thing? Uh, B. Jason wants everyone to know he's just being shitty for funsies. Well, B. Jason... God is always watching and God does not like when people are shitty or when they have funsies. That's all. God is all about being nice and not having fun about it. But Libby, I want to say thank you for your service. I'm not going to say that you didn't spend a week in the mountains and then take that blood out of your body and then re-inject the blood once you're back in a lesser altitude so that you have even stronger breathing blood. I'm not going to say that you did that because I'm sure you didn't do that. But if you did do that, that'd be very disappointing. And I uh, would have to beg out of this league with you. I do not align myself with cheaters or pumpkin eaters. So that's your own goddamn fault. What else is on our list? We have a bit. We have not a big list to get to. I don't want to make anyone nervous, but we do have a list to get to. I have a few things written down. I do want to say I saw part of a movie this week. Uh, everyone loves when hosts of podcasts talk about movies they've seen. It makes for easy content and everyone's happy because everyone can relate, especially to this movie. I finally saw part of the movie Sin City from 2005, which came out before I was able to see R-rated movies. So I missed out on it. And then by the time I was of age, it was like, who cares? But uh, I heard from many credible sources, including my girlfriend, Rosa, 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 uh, but it was a very good movie and that I would love it. And so I said, well, it's it's on Hulu here. I see it's on Hulu and I do use Rose's Hulu account. So I said, I'll check it out. I'll see what this movie's all about. This is the worst movie I think I've ever seen in my life. This is about as dumb and misogynistic. This it's like a 12 year it's like a 12 year old like who really has a problem with women made a movie. It's so bad. It is Black and white, which is artsy, and that's cool. I don't have a fault with it being black and white, and I like how some of the red is accented and some of the red isn't, which maybe they will maybe they would have explained that later, but I gave up. So from my vantage point, that was a sloppy choice to make some red red and some red also be black and white. I don't get it, but th- it's just a stupid movie. It. I'm glad that we're out of the era of extreme violence, typically against women being shocking and entertaining like i get there's also extreme there's plenty of extreme violence in this movie and the half hour or so i saw but it seems like all the women characters that you meet so far uh either have their fucking fingers eaten off in front of them or just get shot for no reason or are eight-year-old girls who have been raped and kidnapped it just i don't know it's very grotesque and it, it stresses me out. And Rose is the one who recommended this movie to me most recently. So if she wants to call in and defend herself and discuss this, frankly, abhorrent movie, which maybe, hey, again, maybe after the first 30 or 40 minutes, it becomes great. But the 30 or four minutes of it I saw uh, sounded like that. It honestly sounded the whole movie. I could have sworn that the soundtrack was someone just going and then a woman being like, he, he sucked all the meat off of my finger bones in front of me. And they do talk like that to the women. And I think that's rude to make women sound like Minnie Mouse, Minnie Mice. Don't like it at all. So Sin City have to give it one thumb up, one thumb down because I am bipolar and I can never agree on anything with myself. So we will table that until Rosa calls in. Rosa is calling in in two minutes. We ju- I just got uh, my Bluetooth. I have a little Bluetooth headset underneath these big old headphones. My Bluetooth just blooped. And uh, my, my producer told me that Rosa will be calling in about two minutes. So we will table that for now. 
and yeah, the other topics I have really are more of in two minute ordeals. So I'm just fine shooting the shit here for a while. I feel uh, confident and comfortable. This is because the key to this show is you cannot let anyone know you're nervous because once they know you're nervous, they know all your secrets. They know that that little catch in your voice means it's really a catch in your voice and not just like phlegm or something caught in there because you don't know how to swallow like a human. They know it means you're really very nervous, which of course I am not. And that was just phlegm. I forgot to swallow because I'm a human being. Um, what else is in the news? You know, maybe this is as good a time as any to do one of, uh, the, one of that's a show of Danny fans favorite segments. And I know that I said that we needed more than two minutes for this, but maybe we'll find out quickly. We don't because again, if I've learned anything during the show, it's that when you think you have stuff planned and you think it'll take a whole show, you'll find that in about 10 minutes, you're pretty much through your entire piece of paper of plans. So maybe it's good to have slightly shorter time estimates for this. So it's time for one of our favorite segments. Ha Ha Headlines making its grand return. Uh, I played this once before with Keith Lehemda where we would just riff on the new, we would riff on the headlines, we'd make jokes on the headlines because that's what seasoned professionals do. And when you're doing a solo show and there's not a lot of people to bounce off, you know what is there to bounce off? The news. So let's, ha- let's hop on over to Google News, news.google.com, news.google.com. You've got a news.google.com. It's just a Casper fan page for the... It's it's weird. It's 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 like a fan page for the old like '90s Casper movies, but like it's also like half a hate page for the new Ghostbusters movie. Who people are not into it. So, oh, we have another call. This looks like a similar area code as our friend Ryan, but let's see who this is. Best show, Danny. You're on the air. Hi, honey. Hi, honey. This is Rosa, 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 my girlfriend. Who? Whenever she calls on Skype, it is a different phone number than the one that she has, and that always throws me. But you're here. You're on I'm the just, show. I'm just trying to keep the NSA off my tail, you know? Oh, I don't, be, I don't yeah. want them to know I'd be calling you. You got a Tor browser hooked up to your phone? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, Rosa, defend Sin City for me. Um... Rosa said, I'm sorry to cut you off. I know I just asked you to go, but real quick, just to set the stage, and this is verbatim. Rosa said, this is literally the greatest movie ever made. I will defend this film to my death. And yes, I called it a film, end quote. So I 100% believe that quote because I know you Mm -hmm. write down everything that I say. Well, I record it and I write it down later. I honestly don't actually remember ever saying that. (laughs) I remember saying that Grandma's Boy was good and I know that now I was wrong about that. Well, I I was wrong. I'm pretty sure what happened was I was surprised you hadn't seen Sin City and for whatever reason I thought you'd like it. Maybe because it's sort of like it's got superhero-y type things. Mm-hmm. It's comic booky. It's got Elijah Wood looking crazy eyes. But it, I don't really remember it that well, to be honest. Do you just, I remember Jessica Alba was hot as fuck in it. Mm, I don't I think get. I got to her character. I think I turned it off before that. So maybe I'm really? missing out. Yeah, it was. Uh, I turned. I didn't like. The, it was the Marv segment we were in. And it was right after his uh, parole officer gets shot for no fucking reason. And I was like, all right, this is, I don't need to do this anymore. So I don't really remember the details. It was with Mickey Rourke. And he apparently is actually a superhero. Like he's fucking jumping around and stuff. I don't get it. But you're telling me you like Mm -hmm. all the other, you like X-Men. Not really. All those movies. They're okay. I like the Marvel movie. I like, you know, the Captain America. That was good. Sure. I like that too. All right. 
I don't know. Honestly, I remember Elijah Wood <laughs> having crazy eyes. He was a creep. I remember Jessica Alba's torso is incredibly long and mm. impressive, and she dances real sexy. And I guess that's, you know, you, it speaks to the objectification of women, women and poor yeah. treatment in your critique that you provided. But <laughs> I, I don't really remember anything about the story mm. or if I, like, you know, would like it now. And I certainly don't, I honestly genuinely don't recall ever telling you that it was a great movie, but. <laughs> no, I remember I verbatim, you, you said like it's it. the best film ever made. I did not, now I did not <laughs> say that. You said film, Rosa. I heard you with my ears. I think anything that's in black and white when you can make it color is called a film nowadays. Mm, right. That's what Nebraska should have done. You, you, you didn't see Nebraska, right? With Will Forte no. and Bruce Dern. And Bob Odenkirk, that was all black and white, but it's like, just put in like, make like green, like all of a sudden, like not the grass, because that would be too consistent because apparently you don't want one color consistently green, but make like all the shirts that are green, you see is green. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I don't like, I did not like this movie. So I guess. Well, my, I'm, I'm sorry. That's okay. I guess my, my number one question is why do you think I'm such an idiot, Rosa, that I would love this movie? Well, I am. I am a scientist, and yeah, I you do have evidence. Based most of my assessments upon data. Yeah, and yeah. I guess I figured like You're superhero comic book. Oh, I thought you were going to say you had data that I'm a moron, and that you were. Well, just... I was going to. I was going to go there, and then I decided that 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 was too cruel. Oh, you can go there. It's okay. I'm used to cruelty. And speaking of cruelty, thank you everyone for tuning in to That's the Show of Danny, the only show on the Keith and the Girl Network that Keith and the Girl charge for but still make fun of uh to other people in front of my face in the room so thank you for listening to keith and the girl if i can handle that cruelty i can handle being called an idiot for liking sin city by my beautiful smart girlfriend who is beautiful and smart and yeah i am welcome rosa what's new in your life you've been pulling all-nighters you've been hard at work on your paper you're about to go to england at a very volatile time it's an exciting time to be you yeah, I think, you know, my plan is to get a bunch of stuff for cheap. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like how when 9-11 happened, you, my yes. family scheduled um, a, a family trip to New York City for Thanksgiving. Like November of like, 01. Yeah, it That's was, you know, like, oh, like a month afterwards. We were able to get Broadway tickets for cheap, hotel for cheap, certainly airline tickets for mad cheap. Um, what was Hamilton so, like in an empty theater? Yeah, I mean, if if someone, if certainly if someone bombs the city tomorrow, Hamilton, Hamilton will be like, tickets are going to go way down. Oh yeah. In fact, any diehard Hamilton fan should probably go out. <laughs> it's, and the bomb impetus the is on the them right now. to bomb the city so that they can get cheap Hamilton tickets because everyone's yeah. going to be too scared. That is so smart, Libby, and that is good Libby, to have said listening. over the airwaves. <laughs> yeah, Liv, if you're listening, and sorry to rope you into this uh, no-fly list, we're certainly now on as well. But yeah, definitely bomb New York City with explosives so that the tickets for Hamilton go down. That's right, and you should probably do it in the vicinity of Times Square, the theater district. Whatever, well, let's not add neighborhoods happening. to this because now it is getting scary what we're doing. This is a comedy show. It's a comedy, comedy show. It's a comedy podcast. It's a comedy podcast. I don't want to steal. You have a hot mess tagline, which is it's a comedy show. They are the nope. first comedy show get, after get serial. The, get their tag right. It's a comedy podcast, not it's a comedy show. Theirs is it's Come a com- theirs is it's a comedy show. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I, all right, whatever. Um, That's okay. okay. So, so 
I don't you pay know, attention will, to it either, babe. Right. I will go to the UK and take advantage mm-hmm. of the the economic climate. Strife, yeah. Um, it's, a, it's unfortunate that I bought my airline ticket like a month ago, maybe yeah, less. Yeah, you got screwed. Because I checked, I checked tickets this week. It is, you can get to England for like 300 bucks right now and get back. That's round trip. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Wow. RT. RTD2, right? That's a that's a reference, and that should carry us for another few seconds. Uh, Rosa, what are you planning on doing in the UK? Are you going to see some comedy? I hear they have very sophisticated comedy shows out there, or they have shows where it's a guy in a dress, which I think is funny. Everyone likes Jesse Joyce, so don't call you up by name, Jesse Joyce. Jesse Joyce loves to shit on, oh, it's a woman in a dress, and that's all that's funny. But you know what? A woman in a dress is funny because... It's a woman in a dress, and they always wear dresses. And Jesse also likes to say men in dresses isn't funny. And then I do, that I do agree with. That is a sin against God. And men in dresses is more of a drama to me because I'm like, wow, this is... Or it's actually more of a horror to me because I'm like, wow, this is so scary that I'm like looking at someone who's definitely going to go to hell because they are a man in a dress. Yeah. Um, and they're probably using whatever bathroom they want. Don't even get me started on that. Yeah, no, I haven't thought too much about what, I mean, basically I'm going there to attend European uh, summer school. It's like the, what is it? It's the International Color Vision Summer School. Mm. And then I did book a couple extra days in London. So I will, I will get to do something. I haven't really thought about it, but I do, I feel like what's likely to happen in in my visit is a lot of people are going to ask me about Trump and the election. Mm, are you going to lie and say you're Canadian? To, but I will have the opportunity to talk to uh, people about how they're feeling about Brexit, which I'm mm, excited about. Yeah, for and once, the, the tables are turned in our favor. We're not the biggest right. idiots in the Western can I world. Tell you, can I tell you what happened to me this morning? Of course. It's related. And it, I, I was almost brought to tears. So I called an Uber this morning to go the five minutes it takes to drive from my house to work because I was feeling lazy and I get in the car. My driver is a nice looking Latino man mm-hmm. and he's sort of mumbling into himself and making jokes and I can't really hear him. Mm-hmm. Finally, Sounds like, like I asked, I asked him what he's saying because I'm, I feel like I'm being rude and he's telling me that Siri who's given him directions is a little bossy the way she gives the instructions. And I was like, yeah, she can be a bit terse. And then he tells me that you can change the voice. He says you can even make it have like a British accent. Yeah, Hemda has a British man on her phone. Yeah. Hemda has, I'm pretty sure, a British man. She kidnapped a British man, made him small, and then hid him in her phone. And he's constantly trying to cry for help, but it sounds like directions are like like movie times. Uh, uh-huh. I wonder how good he is at giving her directions. No, I <laughs> don't a, know. It's, I'm not... From what I, I how- sorry, from what I've heard, it sounds like he is good at directions, but it's always punctuated by like, help, help, get me out of your phone, please. Well, she's a big old bitch, huh? Well, I don't want to say so. And she did feedback in. Sorry, Danny. It was a funny joke, but we love you about my crack about them making fun of my podcast in front of me to a guest who was on my podcast previously on the Keith and Girl show. And of course, it's a funny joke and we love you. They said, but we anyhow, love you. Not even, anyhow, and we love you. I want, anyhow, I, 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 I'm sorry. I want to finish. I want to finish your story. I'm sorry. Wildly traumatic. Wildly so traumatic. I tell him, so I say to him, so I try to joke back at him like, uh-huh. oh, too bad, you know, um, too bad if you, if you change it to the British voice, you, you no longer can feel confident in the directions they're giving. 
because now we know that Brits are big idiots. Yeah, that's funny. And then he's telling me, no, Brexit's great. They've got their independence (sighs) back. And I was like, oh, no. And I was like, really? Because they, first of all, are still the United Kingdom. So they are a united thing of non-independent. He's like, oh, but they can get smaller. They're probably going to get even more independent. I think it's great. Tell me how great it is. All this stuff. And finally, I'm like, well, what do you think about what Trump is trying to do here in America? And he's like, I think it's great. I think people should be able to choose to have only the people like them around. They want this is a Latino man with a very strong accent. Like this mm. guy, I feel as though his first language was not English on the basis of how he spoke to me. And he's telling me all this. And I was like, really? You? He's like, I'm going to vote for Trump. He's not a politician. I don't know much about what he's going to do, but I like that he's not a politician. And it's the politicians who fucked it all up. And if people don't get along with each other, they shouldn't have to be with each other. And this whole time, nothing I can say can dissuade him from his incredibly uninformed and limited viewpoint that also does not serve him in any beneficial way. Because the group of people or the groups of people that Trump aims to remove from our country or the very least restrict in their rights are Latinos. Are people Muslims. that are brown, like himself, specifically Latinos. And he's going off. And so I finally we get to the building because it's a five minute drive. And before I get out of the car, I, I, I just let him know, you know, you understand that the kind of people Trump wants to kick out of our country includes you. And I just got out of the car before he could respond. Oh. It's so insane. Wow. I, and I, I thought I might cry. I was so... I'm I like, sorry, honey. I just, it's just really discouraging because it means there are other people like that out there who well, are not, you know, white, privileged, ignorant bigots that stand to benefit from, say, a Trump presidency, but people who should be the antithesis of a Trump supporter. Yeah, I so, mean, he's clearly a, an, an enigmatic man who is able to con a lot of people into falling for his false promises. There's nothing you scary. can do except for weep and gnash your teeth, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, honey. No, it's okay. Can I make it up to you, though? You give me, what are you going to give me a joke? Oh, I'll Monologue give you more joke? than a joke. Do you want to stay on the line? I have a very special interview lined up. Would you like to stay on the line for that interview? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. Okay. Hang on. So I didn't announce this at the top of a show, but I will announce it now. I'm extremely excited. We were, I was able to, so David Bowie's manager lives in my, lives on my street in my neighborhood and told me that if I gave him $150, he would get David Bowie's ghost to give an interview on my show using me as a conduit. So I'm going to set that up real quick. I'm going to hit OK on Venmo and bloop. There we go. And all right. My neighbor, Donald Trumbo, and I think that's Trumbo's son, uh, just got a $150 payment for me to have David Bowie's ghost on my show. So it, that's exciting, honey. You get to talk to David Bowie. I'm I could. I'm over the moon. All right. Hello, mate. This is David Bowie. Hi. Hi. I'm a ghost, and I love being David Bowie, a British man who is now a ghost. Oh, wow. Hi. Okay, wow. 
This is huge. Um, and it is going to be stressful every time I transition. Cause David is just talking through me. Obviously he's not a corporal or physical presence. So every time it's my turn to talk or David's turn to talk, there will be a transition period where I kind of shudder as I feel his ghost enter and exit my being. But this is exciting, isn't it, honey? You get to talk to V. David. V. Yes, it's me, V. David Bowie, a.k.a. the star man or the Ziggy Stardust and the spiders from Mars. Do you remember that, darling? I do. This is thrilling, David. Yes. And how are you today? What's your name, lass? My name is Rosa. Rosa, Rosa, Rosa. Sounds like it's a name so nice I just have to say it thrice. Isn't that right? That's, that's right. That is, uh, that's what you have to do. <laughs> wow. This it's is compulsory. It is compulsory, and it is me again. I'm sorry, honey. I don't know if David heard that last part. I think he did, though, because I, I hope he did. I have some questions for him that I'm going to ask as me, and then I will let his spirit take me over to answer. Um, can, can I ask you a question about this, like, dual body inhabiting process? Sure, lass. It's me again, David. You can ask me anything. So, if you or Danny were to get really aroused right now... Who's Danny? Like, if you, if you David, were to get really Hi, aroused right now and pop me. a boner, like, if you could, just for experiment's sake, think about something arousing right now, would Danny then get a boner? Well, I don't know who Danny is. I'm just sort of uh, I guess, is Danny the human that I am uh, controlling con- right he's now? He's a conduit. Yeah, hmm. he's, he's your 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 ghost world to Earth world conduit. Hmm. Well, to be honest, love, looking down at the, this Danny uh, lad's crotch, it doesn't look like he even can get an erection. And now I'm Irish. Oh, I I I, I promise you, David, he can. Hmm. I'm trying real hard. I'm thinking about all of my videos, especially the one where it's me and Mick Jagger and it looks like we're going to kiss for the whole time. Mm. 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 Nope. Sorry. No erection. Ah, bummer. (laughs) Ah, and it is me again. It is Danny. This is very stressful to do, but it is exciting. I'm going to stick. It feels like like nails made of ice are entering and exiting my body every time I take over David. <laughs> yes, lass, it's me, David. Let's uh, let's dispense of Danny for now, and let's just uh, let's just you and me get a little uh, little uh, private time together. Am I right, my dear? Fish and chips. Sure, David. Can I ask you how you're feeling Please, about? I was going to ask you if you had some questions. To leave or the UK decision to leave? Oh, who cares? The words, the, once you get to where I am in heaven, you you see the way the world moves, and you see you're able to see a few paces ahead. The world's not going to be around for much longer anyway, so it doesn't even matter that the but the UK left the EU. It's really just it's just nonsense. The world's going to be a burnt out husk, and oh, and about a year or so and it is this is a strange it's like beyond my control it's like the conduit that i'm in his ability to speak in accents is hammer pampering my ability here i have i have an idea why don't you try (laughs) hey honey it's me again sorry but you're not my body this is david oh sure let me ask dave (laughs) sure that sounds like a lovely idea let me just go through the phone line and i'll Enter your body now. Ooh. All right, this is Danny. So David must be out of me. Let's see if that... David, are you there? Are you on the line, David? Hello, Danny. Oh, it's David Bowie. Hi, David. Thank you so much for joining my show. 
So, David, where are you? It's a pleasure. Oh, it is a pleasure. And, David, what do you think of Brexit? Oh, I already told you. It doesn't matter. I'm sorry, I didn't hear. The world is coming to a close. It's ending. The final light. We're in the final act of humanity's show on the big stage. (laughs) Okay. David, you sound exactly like I figured you would sound. This is so exciting. I have David Bowie's ghost on my show, and I know that Donald Trumbo, who lives on my street, was not pulling my leg when he said if I Venmo him $150, he will get me the ghost of David Bowie on my show. And this is great. David, where are you right now? And can I call you David? Well, yes, please. Um, though I do prefer Starman. Um, Starman, For okay. you, Danny, because it's such a special occasion, your show, I can, you can call me whatever you'd like. I, I, I tell you, I'm, I think that I'm in Cambridge, but not the proper one, the one in the, in the United States. Mm, that's where my girlfriend lives, who you're talking as right now. Isn't yeah, this exciting? And, um, I, I quite like being in her body. She's yes. Got She's pretty great. Got nice knockers. She has the, wonderful knockers. I do wish she wore a little bit of a more exciting outfit. Why is that? I think uh, I think she looks beautiful no matter what she wears, David. Or Star, excuse me, Starman. Mm-hmm. Well, you're very sweet. You must love this girl. I do love her. I love her very much. You're a very lucky boy. I Daddy. am. I am. I am. And I'm glad that David Bowie himself can see that. Now that he's using the body of my girlfriend as a conduit for her spirit. So, Starman, let me ask you a question. Do you miss being alive? You know what, Danny? Yes? I, I, quite, I quite like my place up here in the ephemeral ghost world. I'm, mm. I've reconnected with a, a lot of old chums, and I've met a lot of people from the past. Mm, uh, like who? Know, like I, like I said, the world was going to shit and is going to shit. So yeah. I think the only thing I stood to benefit was creating a little bit more music to usher the world out of its existence. Have you been? Uh, have, have you made music from heaven? Are you about? Are you sending down some heaven music? That would be very exciting. Well, I don't know how. I mean, I think there are some conduits mm-hmm. that like I could me or talk- my girlfriend Rosa. Yeah, but I need someone on the other side to initiate contact. So uh, if you know any artists who are looking for inspiration, who are looking to mm, to create music uh, in a collaborative ghost world to earth world format, mm, uh, please pass along the show and I will be, I'll be waiting. My line will be open. Sorry, I can't think of any. I was trying to think of one, uh, but I don't know any cool artists who would love to do that. But that's okay. I do have a few more questions for you, Starman. Sure, sure. Uh, what do you think of the outpouring of love for you and your music that happened after you died? It seemed like everyone loved you. That must have been, that must have felt nice to see and to experience. Yeah, it was nice, could, but even. like, why couldn't I have seen that while I was alive? Where right. was all that love? That you know, I mean, certainly you were very at under the radar. I music, I got lots of downloads. People bought the record. Sure, but what I really would have liked is so British, a global outpouring of. We love David Bowie, and he's been the most influential artist of our time oh, when I was alive. Nobody said that shit when I was around. What a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, it seemed like they were all saving that shit for John Lennon or John Denver or John yeah, Cougar Mellencamp. Everyone was saying how great I am and how I'm the most influential, gender-bending, mm, you know, yeah. challenging the norm. And then Prince dies, and they say all the same shit about him. Yeah, they really did. I wonder how... How, how much it really means. 
Yeah, was was it just empty shit? Was it was it really just people looking for attention and using the death of a celebrity for like free dopamine for retweets and likes on social media? That is a good point, David. Hmm. Yes. Interesting. It's quite disheartening. Disappointing. So I don't know. This isn't on my paper, but I do want to mention. Clearly, Rosa is excellent in impressions because your voice sounds much better coming through her than it does through me. I don't know if you could hear it when I was speaking, but it was. I think at one point it was lapsing into like an Australian accent. It was definitely getting Irish at one point, and it was like Cockney English at best. But it seems like Rosa has a handle on what an English accent is. Well, I, I, I. I, I suppose so. I, I don't really know her. Um, right. I'm glad that I'm coming through loud and clear now. Yeah, you sound uh, great. I, and Rosa, speaking of England, she will be going to England in about a week. Do you have any advice for her for what she can expect over there? Hmm. I think that she can expect to find a lot of uh, disgruntled Englanders, Brits, whatever, what have you, uh, who basically had no idea what they were voting for a week mm. ago and are now uh, pretty upset to see that their economy has collapsed overnight mm. and that they aren't gaining any benefit from leaving, even the one benefit that was promised them, There's which was lot. that like whatever money they were paying to stay in the EU pounds was supposed to go National and help Health out. Service. Yes. Sorry to overtalk. Are you talking over me? I know. I got excited, David. I wanted to show you how smart I am and how much I know about England, but you're right. I let my hubris get the better of me. Please don't be angry. I'm very sorry. Jesus Christ. I know. I'm sorry. You know my name. Does your mother, when she's upset with you? Yeah, she does call me Daniel when she's upset with me. How did you know that? Well, it's the natural. I felt compulsed to say so when I got upset with you, so I figure your mother, who probably gets upset with you all the time, based on my limited... uh, knowledge and experience with you figure she must say daniel what's your last name uh it's hatch it's daniel hatch daniel what's the middle name patrick daniel patrick hatch wow david bowie just said my name it's so cool i'm sorry i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off again go ahead you're quite the fango aren't you uh, i'm kind of freaking out over here i didn't even like you that much until after you died then i checked your music out and I was do like, you wow, have this a phone yet good. is it now do you now now that you're talking to me and not mm-hmm. me trying to pop a boner through you mm-hmm. are you a little bit around oh i'm rock hard i've been rock hard for the past about five minutes like it's starting yeah, to hurt I honestly so. it's, i have a i have a way have an effect on people a way on people an effect Yes, well, speaking of that, actually, Starman, I do have another question here. Um, and speaking of the outpouring of love after you died, one of the things amidst all the outpouring, one of the things that people brought up in the wake of your death were the statutory rape allegations from 1973, during yep. which Lori Maddox claimed you took her virginity when she was 14 years old. Do you care to comment on that, David? Oi. 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 I didn't realize this was a hard-hitting comedy uh, show that gotcha journalism meets shitty comedy <laughs> it's kind of our niche yeah um mm. i'll be honest with you please, um please. i don't really remember much of anything that happened uh 30 what was it 30 40 years ago tell yeah, me again 40... when this is an allegation this alleged rape <laughs> happened this alleged rape and thank you for being neutral with this david i appreciate it this alleged rape happened in 1973 so 43 years ago you Jesus, allegedly. Do you remember what you were fucking forty three years ago? Well, I'm only twenty four years old, so I can't oh, remember anything oh, from forty three uh, years a, ago. A twenty three year old comedy podcaster. Twenty four. Forty three years ago, I fucked some fourteen year old child. Right. 
Well, uh, do you remember that? Is all I want to know. Like, what do you think I of know. the allegations? And I'm 24, Starman. Oh, oh, Jesus fuck. He doesn't even know how old he is. Well, Honestly, I, know. I was doing a lot of drugs back then. Oh, yeah. You weren't I known do, for that. I, I don't really have a lot of uh, recollection. But I also feel like times have changed, Daniel. And what mm, you'll learn it is again. as you move through the world and the many years that you have ahead of you. Wait, hang on, let me check the book and just see how many years you have. Uh, <laughs> no. uh, in, uh, no, uh, well, in the, in the limited years that you have left <laughs> no on limited. this earth. Wait, how many, <laughs> wait a minute. How many years do I have left? Starman? I, I shouldn't have said anything. I should, it's really <laughs> confidential, <laughs> top secret information. I shouldn't have said that the world would be over also right. in about a year, but I think right. you guys I know guess. that based on the current climate. Um, right, so I guess so it could be assumed that I have one year left at most, right? If everyone has one year left at most. Sure. I guess you got me on the math there. Yeah. But in a theoretical world where things don't collapse in a year, uh, I will say that you have less years left than okay. you might think. But that is mostly to speak to the point that you will learn as time progresses mm-hmm. that what is acceptable and what is not acceptable uh, our general norms of behavior do, uh, do change and adapt. So I feel as though I've always conducted myself in a way that is reflective of my respect for the current climate and other people's desires and rules. And I don't think I've done anything ever to undermine that general modus operandi. So you're saying you didn't rape Lori Maddox when she was 14? I don't believe I did, and if I was intimate with her, I'm sure it was in a respectful and consensual condition, but, you know, perhaps nowadays with our rules about ages of consent and whatnot, maybe that will be frowned upon. Right, Goblin King? It's so PC nowadays. And can I call you Goblin King? Yeah, of course. Is that what you made Lori call her when you were taking her virginity when she was 14? Uh, you know, like I said, I don't have any recollection. Mm, I tried to trick you, but you're too good for me. Incident. You're too good for me, Starman. You know, well. Wait, is it? Wait, you're Starman. You didn't do Rocket Man, right? That's not you. That's Elton John who did Rocket Man. Are, do you think he ripped you off, or vice versa? Ah, uh, no. There's a lot of allegation in the music industry about ripping and knocking off. Right. I feel like. You go back to Picasso. Picasso said that all art is, is borrowed or stolen, whatever he said. I believe he said stolen, but borrowed works just as well. And I feel as though, you know, we inspire each other and we build on what each other creates. And mm. no art can exist in a vacuum. It's all contextual. So mm. whether Beautiful. one of us had the great idea Beautiful. first or whatever, right. they're both great songs Beautiful. and great men and... You know, I can't wait mm. till Elton is here with me to make music together in the stars. In the stars, man. And now this does bring me to one. I have a few more questions, David. Sure, sure, shoot. Uh, what did Lori Maddox's vagina feel like when she was 14? Uh, you know, like I said, I don't recall. Oh, uh, you're sure too good for me. I thought for sure that one would have got you. Hmm. Ask me one more, and we'll see. <laughs> what did it feel like when she was 15? Oh, well, that was saucy. Oh, David, Starman, you just admitted it. 15 is still illegal. What? 
Oh, so oh we, shit. We finally got David Bowie to admit that he did indeed statutorily rape Lori Maddox, the groupie. She seemed happy about it, though, honestly. It really only seems like rape on the statutory I'll be side. honest. I yeah. don't think any of the groupies ever rape showed so me bad. the birth I don't mean to advocate for And if all fucking president can produce one, then no groupie <laughs> should be expected to. So Wait. Now- <laughs> I'm sorry, Stop. David, to cut you off. Does the British, did the British president, A, do they call, is it not a prime minister? And B, did the British president have a hard time producing his birth certificate? Because people did have that about Barack Obama, the American don't, president. Don't, don't play like adult, Danny. You know I'm talking about Obama. And what I meant when I said our was you and I mutually, now that we are here being on Team Cambridge, USA, well, I'm, I'm referring to... Your president, so... Well, that's all you need to say. I got confused, David. This is a very confusing thing for me. I mean, I'm I'm interviewing a lot of people's hero. Not my hero. I thought you were fine. But what? this is huge. I'm not your hero. No. You could conjure one person from beyond the grave, and you choose not to conjure a hero. Well, I didn't... You choose to also not call me. You'd let me know I'm not your hero while I'm here? Well, I didn't choose... I didn't choose you. You know that you're the first person that has conjured me. So if I'm not your hero, certainly I can't have many others out there who consider me a hero. Otherwise, I feel like they put a contact to me by now. Don't well, think. I, I do. I do. Don't. I think. I'm I, feeling now a real, a real. I'm feeling a little sad right now. I'm sorry. Oh, not I'm, only did they like fucking abandon me when Prince died, <laughs> but now I discover that oh, nobody yeah. even gave a shit about me. Prince is great, and he really did change gender and stuff. But I all I meant to say is that I didn't choose to conjure you. Your manager. Um, Donald Trumbo lives on my street and said if I Venmoed him, you know what? Yeah, Venmo was around by the time you died. He said I if I... Fire, I got to fire that guy. Doesn't he know? I'm, when, I'm, when I'm... Fuck, I got I to gotta get a new manager. Apparently, because Donald Trump... Well, Donald Trumbo is 150 bucks richer, so he might need to make that 150 bucks stretch if he's not getting a nice paycheck from you, David. And real quick, final question. Enough of the heavy stuff. I have been trying to trap you. Uh, just one... I just want to get your thoughts on Finding Dory. You seen Finding Dory yet? I can't I can't watch movies in heaven, Danny. Oh, that's a bummer. What, what you think Pixar sends us like a pre-screening? You think we're members well, of the Screen Actors Guild? Why couldn't you... you- you could just like wait till someone's about to go see the movie and then just enter their body as a conduit like you've done to me okay, and Rosa. And, okay, look, in order to enter a body, like I said before, I need to be invited. I can't go hopping okay. into... If I could hop into anybody's body, you know I would hop right into Trump and I'd go up there and instead of saying a bunch of insensitive shit, I would say a bunch of sensible shit <laughs> and then my entire fan base would leave me <laughs> And then the other folks who terrified me to begin with would be like, oh, he's had a clear break in his psychosis and we should just not even trust this unstable monster who knows what the fuck he's going to do and we get rid of him. Yeah. I can't do that. I can't can't do that unless Donald decides that he wants to be. Oh, sorry. We lost you for a sec there, Dave. Go ahead. Sorry. Lost you for a second. I can't do that unless Donald would like to be conduited. He must send out an invitation of consent because get this, when uh-huh. I ghost inhabit people, it must be consensual because I'm not a rapist as a ghost or in life, as I've told you. You did tell me that. I'm sorry. I, I was just a little distracted. So I'm, I'm sorry I missed that part, but I do remember you telling me that now. Um, 
Well, Starman, this has been huge. Do you? Uh, we only have one segment left on the show, real quick. Well, we have two recommendations. Uh, read the, I read the book. Series. Yeah, I like it. it. Good. I'd like to stick around. I want to see what the rest of this and, is all uh, about. The final. I mean, this is really the the big kahuna. This is the final. The final push is we play a song. I choose a song that I like each week, and I play it. Would you like to maybe hear the kind of music I like, and maybe give your thoughts on it? Yeah, yeah. If it's not my, if it's not a song I I made, I will be I have to. I will be a little disappointed, but. I, I yeah. support, you know, diversity of taste and blah, 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 I suppose. Right. Okay. Well, this is not a song you made. This is a song uh, uh, by the group Case Lang Veers, which is Nico Case, Katie Lang, and Laura Veers. Did you know any of them while you were alive? Oh, yeah. Laura Veers and I, we, we shagged a couple of times. <laughs> shagged a couple of times. Wow. I had no idea. That's yeah. that's very interesting. Well, this is a they have a new group, uh, obviously uh, called Case Lang Beers, and they have a new album called Case Lang Beers. And this is the song Atomic Number. It's the first song on their album. I think it's really beautiful, and I I hope you like it too, David. You ready? I mean, Starman. Yeah, yeah. All right, me. I mean, Goblin King. Okay, here we go. Oh wait, hang on. Here we go. Okay. Pretty good, huh, Starman? Do you like that? Yeah. Did I did I hear you singing along when you played it? That was me. Could you tell? I thought I was blending in pretty well, but yeah, I was singing along. What did you think of my singing? I, yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. When people play my songs on the radio, when radio casters uh-huh. play my songs, they don't sing along. Otherwise, it defeats the purpose of me recording the oh, song okay, for sorry. them to play. Don't you think that someone who gets no. paid yeah, that's a good point. to make music and sing songs to other people over the airwaves, don't you think they should be the voices <laughs> that are heard by the listeners? You're fucking a lot meaner than I figured you'd be, David. Well, you know, you know, I died, Danny. I died. I died. Right. And I feel like I've been, I've had faced a lot of grief since I, you know, first there was a big high from all the love. But right. And, and then know, Prince died and you, you been, clearly I'm got bitter. Yeah, so if I apologize for a little titchy, I also, you know, <laughs> a little didn't titchier. expect that this would be the way that I re- my voice returned to Earth. I thought maybe there would be like some kind of professional ghost, um, ocular, occultish, I don't know, came to give me my actual farewell tour. You know, someone would let me sing back to the people and instead I'm talking mm. to some 24 year old oh, thank you you got it right Astoria Queens who is it that, about, how, did you, uh, how did you you didn't know who I was but you know I'm in Astoria Queens right now is there like cause you're not I even know where I get conjured to it's a, okay cause right now you're being conjured somewhere else so you were able to know that you were initially conjured from Astoria Queens yeah. and now you're being yeah. conjured from a different area wow that's yeah. cool yeah David one more uh, question real quick yeah. Yeah. What you say? What you say? 
Could we be heroes, David, just for one day? I think, I think you know, I think on, on election day, you can all be heroes. On election day, yeah. Polls, yeah. You can, all, you can all be heroes if you just go to the polls and you vote for Hillary Clinton. Mm, I promise you that she's not the monster that the GOP has spent 30 years and billions of dollars trying to make her out to be. And if mm. she is, she certainly is not the monster that Donald Trump has Proven himself to be. Himself yeah. To be. Yeah. So, we're put it out there. All yes, right. we can all be heroes. Please be a hero. <laughs> really inspiring last words from David Bowie. David, thank you so much for oh, thank, agreeing thank to be on my show. This is a, a very illuminating interview. I'm honestly yes. thrilled that you chose me. They don't, they don't call me Starman because I put the lights out. No, you don't. They call you Starman because you turn that shit on. That's right. Thank you, Danny. Thank you and very you much, Starman. Work and you don't for a second take that take this girlfriend of yours Sorry. for granted because I can tell she is lovely and she loves you very much. She I is lovely. Feel, oh, you can I tell can that. Feel the love. For okay, you that's good. Her. Sometimes I worry that she's like sick of me. Can you get? Well, you don't get a feel. You don't get any of that. You're no, not. No, I've got okay. a tiny bit aroused the whole time. Oh. I have been talking every time you speak. <laughs> I feel like I get a little bit wetter and it's been, it's as disconcerting as it's been. It's been quite nice. Um, So I know that she's still very much infatuated with you and captivated by you. Well, Um, tell her likewise. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, I can't, I can't tell her likewise unless I conduit into you (sighs) and you tell her and I tell her through you, but I'm sure you'll tell her. How, How about that? All right, it's me now. I have gone back into Danny's body just so that I can tell Rosa how much I do love Danny. I mean, how much she does love Rosa. Rosa, are you there, love? Yes, hi, sweetie. This is not your sweetie. This is uh, this is David Bowie. You might know me as the man who was just inside of you. Oh, right, oh, right, right, right. I just want you to know that Danny loves you very much. Oh, thank you, David. What a treat to get to talk to you. Oh, come on. And I hope you enjoyed um, being inside of my body. I did. It was very... Your body is a wonderland, as my good friend John Mayer once said. And I think he was right that song about me being in you. And does that count? Have we... Does that count as intercourse for us? Because I have been inside of your body. Um, I, you know what? It does. And the only reason that that's okay, despite me being in a relationship with Danny... Oh, I think he's fine with it. And uh, we have, you know, a special relationship that way. Yeah, we are so, very special. But yeah, I will add you to the um, fucked it list. <laughs> All right. Well, this is uh, David Bowie signing off with my patented magic dance. I remember I was uh, I was but a young lad when I made this. Let my baby We did shoot this. Oh. And can I say, I did not like any of those goblins. They were all the biggest divas you ever did see. All right. Well, that is all. I am David Bowie, and I'm going to... Oh, my goodness. Okay. Wow. It, it gets worse and worse every time he leaves. And oh, my gosh. David Bowie. Babe. We talked to David Bowie. We talked as David Bowie to each other. That's, that's so cool. What a special that's magical one, bond. That's one for the scrapbook, baby. Oh, that's one for the record books. Fuck the scrapbooks. Are you kidding me? I uh, tried, and they're a little rough and dry, oh. but yeah. Oh. 
All right. Well, this has been a wonderful show. Honey, thank you for... Well, history was made here. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for making it with me. And of thank course. you for making love with me. <laughs> All right. Well, honey, thank you so much. I love you very much. We're going to end the show now. Let's end it together. Um, I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye.